Hello, hello, hello. This is the Vanilla JS podcast. I'm Chris Ferdinandi. Thanks for joining me. Today, I'm talking about callbacks versus custom events, what they are, and when you may want to use one versus the other. So, in your websites and web apps, you may occasionally run into some code, uh, run some code rather, in response to something that happens. These are often things that are above and beyond the core functionality of your plugin or script. You might have a generic modal plugin, accordion script, or toggle menu feature that you use, and you need to adjust its behavior a little in certain situations. So for example, after a modal button is clicked, you maybe want to fetch some Ajax content and load that into the modal itself. After an accordion is expanded, you may want to find and collapse any other open accordions. After the toggle menu is expanded, you may want to reduce the size of the logo to free up more space. Let's look at two different approaches you could use to handle that. So um, the first is um, a callback. Callback is a function that runs after another uh, function finishes running. Um, so uh, in the example of um, our modal, um, a callback would be a like a, an argument on that plugin that you could pass in, um, say after click or after open might be the name of the callback. And every time that plugin opens a modal, you run an after open callback if one was provided. Um, and so like it literally becomes an argument when you initialize the plugin that you pass in and um, you know, you could run it to say, um, you know, fetch some Ajax and do something with it. Um, you can even set it up so that that callback function gets passed in some arguments from the plugin itself. Um, maybe the element that was opened or the button that toggled it or something like that. Um, the second approach are custom events. Callbacks are great, but they come with two drawbacks. The first is that they require you to account for any use cases at the time that you initialize your script. You have to include, include any code that's supposed to run as part of the callback in one spot. Um, and you can kind of get around this a little bit with like ES includes and things like that. But, um, you know, when you initialize that, that script, any callbacks that need to run have to happen at time of initialization. Let's say you later add another script uh, that um, you also want to run. Um, depending on how your project is structured, you may want that code to live in its own file. Maybe you want to load it asynchronously to reduce the size of your overall JavaScript app. With a callback function, you, you can't do that, or at least you can't do that easily. Um, and what happens if you switch to a different approach and remove it? Now you need to remember where and go back into the kind of the callback function and make sure you remove this additional line of code. It just becomes a lot to keep track of as your app grows. Custom events allow you to decouple things that happen from the reactions to them. Um, and so a custom event allows you to to, um, to, as I said, decouple kind of things that happen and the code that runs. JavaScript provides a way to emit a custom event that you can listen for with add event listener, just like you would native events like click or scroll or whatever. You can even pass custom data along that the event listener's callback function, um, ironically named, can use. Um, 
So for example, with that modal, instead of running a callback function when a new modal is opened, you could emit a custom event. Um, and you do that with the new custom event constructor object. And I'll put links to all this in the show notes so you can see how this works. Um, the constructor accepts two arguments. The first is the name of the custom event. So you might call it modal open. Uh, and then the second argument is an object of options. So things like whether or not the event bubbles, whether it can be canceled, and then um, a property called detail that can include any other data about the event that you want to make accessible to the event listener. So in this case, you might say um, detail and then you would set it to another object. And you might include things like, um, you know, toggle and then the button element that toggled the modal and then modal and then the actual modal itself that's being opened. And then you can dispatch the event on any element you want. So you could, you know, you could run it on the document itself. You could run it on the modal that's being opened or the toggle that triggered it. Um, and you do that by taking that element, calling the dispatch event method on it and passing in that new event that you created as an argument. Um, and then to kind of trigger behaviors in response to that, you attach your event listeners to either the document or the element that it's going to get dispatched on. Um, so in this case, we would go, um, you know, like modal.addEventListener, whatever the modal happens to be. Um, and then uh, you would, you know, as that event name, you would pass in modal open or whatever you called that custom event. And then you can run your event listener callback. And the cool thing about this is you could have one of these in one place. You could have a couple of them in a bunch of different scripts that all do different things in response to that modal opening. Um, it gives you so much more flexibility in terms of how you structure things. And then if you ever drop the script that that event listener is in, you don't have to go back and change any sort of callback thing because the event listener just goes away with it. It provides, in my opinion, so much more flexibility. Um, Custom events work in all modern browsers and back to IE 11, which is pretty good. If you, for some reason, are still kind of supporting further back than that, you can push support back to IE 9 with a polyfill, which I will also link to in the show notes. Um, so in terms of which approach you should use, for really simple scripts, I sometimes honestly still use callbacks because it's really easy to just take an argument and kind of run it. Um, but I generally, especially for bigger projects, prefer custom events instead. Uh, they provide greater developer flexibility, and it feels like a more modern approach to building plugins and apps. Um, so anyways, that's it for today's episode. If you want to finally master JavaScript, head over to vanillajsguides.com and check out my pocket guides and video courses. As a listener of this show, you can take 30% off with the code podcast at checkout. See you next time. Cheers.